Welcome to Bumper to Bumper, the Zunecast where we objectively rank every pinball and pachinko machine ever made. I'm your host, as always, the pinball prince of Las Vegas, Harvey D. Godlove. And joining me this week are my guests, Alexis. Hey, some people call me Lore. Uh, do, do you want do you, do you want me to call you Lore? I don't, uh... Yeah, why don't you call me Lore? That's what people call me. All my friends call me that. Uh, mm. All right. And uh, also joining us this week is Ursa. Hi, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm Ursa. Uh, if you haven't listened to the show before, basically what happens here is we take a short list of pinball and pachinko machines, compare them to our existing ranked list uh, one at a time, and doing that, we slot those into the ranked list, see what's the best, see what's the worst. Uh, so if you two are all right, we can just go ahead and get started. Yeah, yeah. How many episodes of the show have you done before? Six. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, cool. You you like pinball, huh? That's oh, cool. pinball's my life, baby. Uh. Okay. Can I see the list so far somewhere? Uh, I have a spreadsheet on my desktop, but let me just copy and paste it. Into uh, a Bing Drive document. <laughs> uh, hang on a second. <laughs> Just gotta. <laughs> Somehow I did not foresee this happening. Uh, oh, this formatting is fucked. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> this is gonna be a whole thing. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Harvey, yeah, well, do. you know, you can edit this out later, but you're good for that 50 bucks after the show, right? Yes, I'll give you the 50 bucks, all right? Listen, once it's done... Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, I have the link. All right. Okay. Here you go. I need access. <laughs> Why do you need access? <laughs> Wait, oh, sh- do, does it not... <laughs> To, to the list? We don't have access to the list. Sorry, I thought you meant yeah. <laughs> editing access. Hang on. <laughs> okay, you should be able to view it now. <laughs> okay, we can see the list. This is why you gotta use Apple numbers, not Google Sheets. Oh, don't you start. Uh, now, are we are we all ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I see it. I see it. Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I'm ready to go. We are starting with Elvira yeah. and the Party Monsters. Help the world-famous horror hostess arrange a devilishly delightful party by lighting up the barbecue grill, getting the boogeyman and deadheads into action, and stirring up a delicious bowl of punch. This late 80s entry is a classic of the Solid State era. Elvira has a lot going on, both visually and in terms of gameplay, but it's not so complicated that it's hard to get a handle on her. Uh, And I can also link you to information on the database. There we go. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, do you just, like, click on, like, a random button and get, like, some random machines every time? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Cool. So, yeah, this one is, like I said, solid machine. Uh, I think it was the late 80s this one came out, I want to say? Or was it late? No, yeah, late 80s. Um, and it's going up, first off, against Theater of Magic. Uh, This 1995 machine calls upon you to put on a magic show in the eponymous theater. Crack open the magician's trunk, explore the haunted basement, and keep the audience entertained until you're ready for your grand finale. And I'll link you to that as well. Oh, not as many pictures for Theater of Magic. Oh, there we are. They were in the bottom. So, two games. Uh, Sorry, lore. Uh, Which would you say is the better? Of the two, Theater of Magic or Elvira and the Party Monsters? I gotta say, I, I prefer the the visuals of Theater of Magic. So I think that's gonna be my vote, because I don't know how to play these. Oh. <laughs> uh, I mean, usually there's, like, two buttons. It's not, uh... 
you know, obviously, if you if you want to if you want to master the machine, you have to learn it personally and you have to hone your skills. But they're really quite approachable. I uh, I recommend giving them a try. If but you, but, but a what's the difference between any of these? Well, you know, they have they have well, they have different flow. They have different structure. They have different gameplay yeah. modes. And also, this one seems to be more like a sim than than the other one. Seems more combative. You're trying to like make a show happen. Mm-hmm. Like, how much input do you have on what type of how your show goes? I mean, you, it, it, you, you, there, there's like pre-programmed challenge modes, and uh, you know, you don't get to like say, oh, say, oh I want, I want to do the 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 saw woman in half one, and not the magic rings uh, one. Uh, oh, so you you don't really put on a show; you just play whatever levels it tells you. Yeah, you, you know it's it's theming. Oh, um, wait, you, it costs um, fifty cents to play Elvira. I mean, it depends on what you set it to uh, on the individual unit. I'm sure, but that you know, it would have cost fifty cents when it was first released. Do you sure. get anything? You 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 play the game, lore. Do you get like uh Lord, have you never been to I mean do you, do you get like Have you never been have to you an never arcade? A game? Like, you know, I've I've played like Grand Blue Fantasy. Oh shit, yeah. What's your uh you what's... Know, that game you put in some money, you get to get like you get to get like an image of a cute anime girl. But there's there's that uh, you know by the, the movie theaters by campus, there's like like a, a Street Fighter machine, and then like a, a basketball thing. It's like that. I was gonna say when you think about it, Elvira was the original cute anime girl, but that's not true on many levels. Uh, you don't think she's cute? She oh, she's very cute, but she's... no, she's very cute. Is it is it the boobs? Do anime girls don't have boobs like that? Uh, huh? Oh no, the boobs in Grambler are very large. Okay, so so. Elvira should be in Grand Blue. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, you uh, know what? Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. Put put Elvira in Grand Blue. Let's do it. Yeah, we're starting a letter writing campaign. Uh, I it seems like this Elvira machine is uh, queer friendly. I see a rainbow there. I see a himbo in the background. Uh, that the mummy and Dracula are like hugging each other. Hmm. Why did I get like a weird tingly feeling when I said that? Anyways, like something's wrong. Anyways. Is your vote for Elvira, Ursa? Yeah, my vote's for Elvira. There's something about this back image. Whenever I'm looking at it, next to the mummy, there's something that like my mind just gets hazy on. Oh, yeah. I kind of see what you mean. There's just a... It's like a weird guy there. There's like... The grill and the boobs and the mummy and the mummy looks like he's cuddling someone. Yeah, but huh? And just yeah. Anyway, so that's one vote. Anyways, yeah, that's, that's one vote for Elvira, one for Theater of Magic, right? Right. Okay, so that makes me tiebreaker. I'm probably gonna go with Elvira. Uh, grew up watching some of her when I got a chance. Wasn't on often because that was like the 2000s. I think she was kind of over by then you could catch reruns if you know where to look uh so in that case elvira and the party monsters is going to go up to face off against number seven which is super mario brothers mushroom world it's mario it's pinball uh its height is adjustable to accommodate younger players oh that's nice yeah it's it's a good beginner machine uh nothing too fancy nothing too complicated but accessible uh, especially if you're Trying to get, you know, your kids to uh, give it a shot. Oh, it and it kind of looks like the top part looks like a Mario cabinet. That's cool. Now again, Harvey, I have to ask, what's the difference between a complicated and an accessible pinball machine? Do you have more bumpers or something? Uh, often you will have a different amount of bumpers, different amount of ramps. Uh, some machines have sort of secondary play fields. For example, Black Hole uh, has a secondary play field sort of embedded in the back, so you can go down like under the uh the main play field uh and then you know black knight 2000 which is another one we've already placed uh that one has an elevated play field up above uh usually those are a lot smaller a lot simpler but they add some additional depth and complexity is this is this two player because i see a mario and a luigi 
I mean, it's and they seem to be going through through different uh, uh, goal cannons. It's possible that it has a two-player mode. Obviously, that would be taking turns rather than playing it simultaneously. Uh, but I'm actually not sure about that. Yeah, uh, I do like that a lot of the art of the Koopa Kids is it's really cute here. There's a real look to sort of Mario stuff of that era where they mm-hmm. had like. Mm-hmm. They'd figured out the aesthetic they were going for, but hadn't quite crystallized in the same way as it has now. You can definitely tell uh, when it's like a 90s Mario product or late 80s Mario product versus today. Yeah, yeah no, I like this. All right, so is that uh, a vote for Mario Mushroom Rob? Yeah, I do like Elvira, but there's something about Elvira that the more I look at it, the more uncomfortable it makes me. And I don't think it's the boobs or the hembo in the back. So I'll, I'll go for, this looks nice. I'll go for Mario. I also vote for Mario. All right, Mario takes it. So we go down to number 11, Medieval Madness, a Middle Ages-themed table packed to the brim with multi-ball opportunities and screwball comedy, complete with some excellent voice acting. Uh, we can call this the holy grail of pinball machines in more ways than one. <laughs> What, why? In which ways? Um, well, it's good, and, you know, it's totally kind of similar to the, the Monty Python movie. Oh, apparently Tina Fey, the, the, the woman from Mean Girls, did... Mm-hmm. She was kind of shitty. Uh, oh, Andrea Farrell did the voices of the Jewish princess excuse and the you? princess. Excuse you? Excuse <laughs> you? Now, oh yeah, no, it says that, huh? It does say that. Now, the the, the now, two genders. Does that imply that, that there is some sort of uh, uh, Jewish kingdom in this world? I need to look at. I need to, and also a sexy kingdom. There's two kingdoms. There's a sexy kingdom. Oh my god! I need to look at this art. Listen, to see how bad it is. If there's a sexy kingdom, there's only one prince. Yeah, I I don't know what you mean. Prince, like the musician? Uh, yeah, sure, whatever. Who? Uh, you need to listen to more old music. Okay. Between this and Elvira, I'm gonna make Elvira makes me weird, but none of the characters. We don't have like sexy mummy and insert ethnicity here, mummy. Um, <laughs> you say yeah, that, but no. Elvira is sexy. That's kind of her whole thing. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, no, I'll, I'll go for the fire machine. All right, Lore, what about you? I'm kind of into the the story presented by Medieval Madness, so I'll vote for that. All right, uh, I do like the way Medieval Madness plays a lot, so I think I'm also going to go with Medieval Madness. Uh, that takes us down to number 13, Lupin Third, Last Gold, uh, an adaptation of the very long-running anime... Lead Lupin and his crew on the heist of a lifetime. Enter golden time to really strike it rich. I think there might be QTEs in this one, but I'm not really sure. Huh. Uh, this, this is a pachinko machine, so there's not going to be uh, flippers in the same way. It's a bit more okay. of a gambling kind of thing. Uh, but there is usually some kind of player input still. I don't know if either of you have played uh, the Peggle series. I, 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 no. No, but this does give me a lot of Persona 5 vibes. It, it predates Persona 5 by like 30 years, Lore. I don't know. I, I feel like, Does this machine predate Persona 5? It's a 2019 video. Well, not the machine, the franchise. The machine is new. I suppose it could have been inspired by Persona 5 by Atlas. Is this going against Elvira? Yes, sorry. This is going against Elvira. Yeah, my vote's for a Persona 5 table. I'm I'm gonna stick with the Elvira table. This is that lady a mech? Uh, pretty sure, yeah. Huh. I think I'm also going to go with Loop on the Third, which is going to put Elvira at number fourteen, right in between Loop on the Third, Last Gold, and Theater of Magic. Okay. Uh, give me one moment just to uh, rearrange these. I'm not used to uh, doing it on the line, so. No worry. All right. Next up, we have Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man. 
It's about what you'd expect from a Pac-Man table. There's ghosts. There's mazes. I'm assuming there's fruit. Uh, the one thing I know about this one is that it has a very difficult skill shot. Um, that's kind of just one small feature of the table, if that's what you're living and dying on. I don't know if you have much to go with. Uh, but we are going to place it, and it's going to start off by, once again, going up against Theater of Magic. Let me look at this machine. Hey, Lord, did you do the the homework? Yeah, of course, I always do the homework. I think I get paid. Wait, what? No, I mean, for the cl- I'll talk to you later. This looks very simple. Yeah, this is this another one of the, like, baby machines for kids? I don't know if it's aimed at kids. It definitely is one of the simpler ones. Uh, the maze mechanic is alright, but it's not anything to write home about, per se. I feel like you could make a better maze if you... Like, Pac-Man has... It's already such... Pac-Man already is, like, good good game design, and this just feels... It should have been more like Pac-Man. You know what? It's especially weird because I'm pretty sure Pac-Man Jr. had an integrated pinball machine. It was like a pinball machine yeah. and an arcade cabinet. So this, yeah, this doesn't say Pac-Man to me. This is just a pinball machine. Oh, wait. Theater of Magic is about like a stage magicians? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll vote for Pac-Man. Uh, I'm going to go for Theater of Magic. Sorry. One of them have like a bunny. Lord, do you have like a, a history or? Don't, I just yeah. like. It's like on well, the no, I mean, like magic's cool. It's just real magic's cool, not like stage magic. That's lame. No, stage, stage magic can be real. You never know. You have to like wonder. Well, no, it's it's definitely not real. That's the whole thing, Ursa. It's illusion. Um, yeah, but you know the illusion is real. No, it's it's all very simple tricks I can show you. Okay, show me magic later. Yeah, I'll give you my aunt's like witchcraft book. Oh my god, yes! Wait, are you talking like actual witchcraft or like... Yeah, you know... yeah, real, real magic, witchcraft. You ever done a spell? Yeah, have you done a spell? I mean, I don't know too many spells. I can make potions. Oh shit, we should, yeah... If you're down, I'll totally, yeah. I'll drink something. I don't know, you give it to me. Yeah, that sounds fun. Uh, anyways, this, this Pac-Man machine is bad, Harvey. Yeah, no, I'm not, uh, I'm not defending I'm going... it. I'm, I'm also going Theater of Magic. Yeah, uh, Theater sorry, of Magic. Sorry, Theater of Magic, we need to pronounce it properly. Let's send this to the bottom, is that how this works? Uh-huh. Uh, it's going to go up against No Good Gophers. In this golf-themed table, you need to overcome the efforts of the eponymous Bud and Buzz to absolutely ruin your game. Uh, full disclosure, I do not like this one. It is bad. I'm happy with it being at the bottom. Oh, it, this is in the bottom bottom, huh? Oh, this is, this is number 29. This is as low as it gets. Oh. What's, what, do you tell me what's so wrong about this machine? Explain. <sighs> There's kind of no flow to it. The... It's mm-hmm. it's very easy. It's very easy to game and to just keep racking up the points without losing balls. When you do lose a ball, it just feels very sudden and kind of uh, unearned. The voice acting isn't great. I, I love good voice acting in a table, but it needs to be good voice acting. Yeah, I have a counter argument. The gophers are kind of cute. Gophers are close to bears, and I like bears. Are gophers close to bears? I... Yeah, you look at the ears. I don't think that's true. They have the tummy, the different color. Yeah, aesthetically close to bears. I think gophers are yeah. more closely related to pocket mice. The hell is a pocket mouse? No, the end? Listen, it's it's about the aesthetic of a bear, not not about Are science. gophers even carnivorous? Who does it? It's the ears. The ears and the belly. I don't think bears are rodents. I'm going, I'm both. I'm voting for No Good Gophers, the most bear-like of the two machines. I'm... All right, sure. I'm going to stay with Pac-Man. All right, I'm also voting for Pac-Man, so that brings us back up. Uh, Let me do some quick math. Okay, uh, that brings us to Humpty Dumpty. 
which is the first ever pinball machine with electromechanical flippers. It's weird to play because none of the flippers are actually at the bottom, uh, but it did it, it did break some new ground. It was a very important part of pinball history. Flippers not at the bottom. Where are they? They're like all over the uh, kind of the sides and the top. Um, it's it's huh. easiest to see on the play field, the full play field pick. You see how they're sort oh. of like one layer of flippers facing away from each other at the top, another layer in the middle, another near but not oh, at yeah, the bottom. I... And also they're facing away from each other, which is very strange. I kind of really like that because it's weird. It, aesthetically, listen, I've never played a pinball machine in my life. But aesthetically, I think these look really cool. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is innovation in pinball. Yeah. All these other pinball tables are the same. But hey, 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 hey. Uh, yeah, don't be too mean. But this was a very innovative table. I think it's a very uh, aesthetically pleasant table. Also... If you look at, is it called a backboard? Yeah, if you look at the back glass, uh, that chair is some ladies in, like, bikinis trying to lasso Humpty Dumpty? Uh, they're, they're definitely throwing, like, streamers or something at him. Yeah. I don't know where the king comes into it either. Yeah, no, it's like five ladies in different levels of undress. The king there and Humpty Dumpty on top of, of his bridge, tower. I think that's a parapet. Parapet? Maybe it's a crenelle. Um, I do like this board, though. It, this play field is really interesting. Uh, so my vote has to be Humpty Dumpty. I also vote Humpty Dumpty. All right, then. Humpty Dumpty takes it. And we keep on falling... See, that's 22, 29. So we're going to be looking at <sighs> Playboy 35th Anniversary. Oh. Come have a ball with Theta East Take on the classic Gentleman's Magazine. A celebrity pinball guaranteed to be the classic street game you've been looking for. Oh, is this porn? It's not porn. It's just a pinball machine about porn. Huh. It's... I mean, porn's all right. I mean, is there is there anything good on it? Eh. Listen, I'm not, I'm not against porn. I was just always more of a playgirl kind of playboy. You, you know what? You're valid. I I like both, but also I kind of do like that red or it's more like pink bunny uh, bumper. They have like a pink bunny bumper that's actually kind of cute. Yeah, I'll give you the bumper. I don't know. I, there's not much good uh, good porn on this one. There's and really only one there, sexy lady in it, which just seems like they didn't commit, honestly. Yeah, but like, I don't know, I, the sexy lady's not too bad, she has nice legs, it's classy-ish. She's wearing a hat, that makes it classy. I could definitely see more risque stuff in Grand Blue than on the Playboy pinball table. I like the colors, though. Well, keep in mind, they didn't have Grand Blue at the time. 1989... The best you could get was going down to the arcade, putting two quarters into Playboy Pinball, and just getting distracted by the sexy lady painted on there and immediately draining three times in a row. Harvey, I have a question with a possible follow-up. Uh-huh. Um, is there a Grand Blue Pinball table? I don't think so. Hey everyone, future Harvey with a couple quick updates. First, while there's currently no Grand Blue pinball tables, there is a pachinko machine scheduled to enter production in early 2020. According to this press release... I think that's... This is all in Japanese. Uh, gonna have to get back to you on Grand Blue pachinko. Uh, anyway, there is a Fate Stay Night pinball machine released sometime in the mid-2010s, if I recall. And according to rumor, if you can max out the score counter at over 999 quadrillion points, you will meet Saber in real life. I can neither confirm nor deny these rumors, but <laughs> if you meet her, you can tell her that I've been doing great. With that out of the way, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Do you think you'd be up to the challenge of the signing one? Oh, fuck. Yes. But mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I'll discuss. I'll figure that out later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get get back to me on that. That'd be Pac-Man for me. I uh, know it's it's 
I this is like a legit. I like the blues and the reds. Like artistically, this board is very pretty to look at, and the bunny outside of the context is a good image and a good logo. I like this this table, so it has to be Playboy. All right, that brings it to me. I think I'm going to vote for Pac-Man, but only under duress. <laughs> uh, so that brings us up to number twenty-four. Uh, Sega Harley Davidson. This is the second Harley-Davidson pinball machine to be released in 1999. Uh, it has three multi-ball modes, a shaker motor, and a lot of just, like, retro-Americana imagery. Kind of an insane amount. I've counted at least four, maybe five or six bald eagles on this thing. Yeah, I'm not a fan. What's, what's, the, what's the flow of this one? What's the gameplay on this? It's there's kind of nothing going on, honestly. I've played this one a few times, and it, it's not as bad as the first Harley Davidson table, if you ask me. But it just does not have a lot going on. Made two times, failed both times. That's a vote for Pac-Man for me. Yeah, I I have made clear in this podcast that I think the Pac-Man board is boring, but I rather a boring board than one that just. I think I actively dislike, which is what I think about the aesthetics of this word. So yeah, Pac-Man. All right, that uh, brings us up one last time to go up against Guns N' Roses by Data East. Guns N' Roses leaps off the stage and into your location with non-stop headbanging hard rock in-your-face screaming pinball action. Featuring nine of their greatest hits, some of these units actually had an integrated headphone jack so you could be completely engulfed in the pinball soundscape. Oh, you would think more pinball machines would do that. You bring your own headphones and just enjoy the sounds and not worry about people. Uh, does it take lightning cable? I don't, I don't use, really use headphone jacks. I don't know what a lightning cable is. Don't, well, don't, I mean, don't if, if you include the headphone jack, you, the phone has to be thicker. Well, you wouldn't be plugging your phone into the pinball machine. You'd just be plugging your headset into the pinball your machine. Oh, well, why wouldn't I just listen to any music I want on my phone? Because it's part of the experience. Right, right, Harvey? I'm yeah, not, I'm exactly. The sounds is part of the experience. I'm not. I'm not going to be playing a band-themed pinball table and not listen to and that not band. listen to the music. Yeah, no. Why? Why? This one has more naked ladies than Playboy. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I can put Led Zeppelin on my phone. Yeah, but it's not a Led Zeppelin table. It's a Guns N' Roses table. I'm sorry, Guns N' Roses. The same thing. Definitely not the case. I really. I'm sure we've listened to anyways. You need to listen to something that came out before 2015. Why? Anyway, I, I kind of like this table. Like, yes, it does have two naked ladies in it, but they're kind of cute. And, like, these rocker dudes are not terrible. I like the mesh shirt. I have a mesh shirt. I like wearing my mesh shirt. The fashion in this is, like, I'm enjoying it. The big hat, the dude with the big hat. Oh, the dude with the big the hat vest. Yeah. No, I like this. My votes for Guns N' Roses. Yeah, I think I'll also vote for Guns N' Roses. I do like that backboard. All right, then Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man is at number 24, directly below Guns N' Roses and directly above Sega Harley-Davidson. Boom, that was easy. Cruising on through to the next one, and... This is a weird one. This is kind of an ill-conceived one. Okay. Uh, so this is Combo Man in the Fight for Flavor. Uh, Wait, you mean t- like like the snacks that you put on your fingers? Yeah. So there, in like the 80s, I want to say, there was uh, a promotional comic book that Marvel put out for combos. And it was Combo Man, and he was a combination of 14 superheroes. And had all their powers, and he got his powers from combos. This is also the only pinball machine I'm aware of that is also a vending machine. Excuse me? Yeah, so apparently if you do get a high enough score, you it just spits out a pack of combos. Huh. What? I kind of love that. Yeah, this is great. So, uh, this might be a a high-ranking one, honestly, because... 
not a great pinball machine, but I, you know, I do have to a agree. A great concept. I do have to agree. I do like the idea of just getting a free bag of combos every time. Uh, yeah, like, all games should do this. If you're good enough at a game, it should just give you food. Did you post it yet? Because uh, I still, the last one I see is the Guns N' Roses. Oh, one. shit. I, no, uh, hang on. I need to break cool, character cool, cool. for a second. I, I this this one, this I'm one. making up this one. Oh! <laughs> I believe you. I believe you. I'm so I I was sold in your in your play. Ah, give me a second. <laughs> no, there there's a couple of those in here. I did I did make up a few machines. Okay, next time just write I made this. Up. <laughs> okay. Because yes. uh, listen, Ursa has minus one intelligence, and so do I. Um. All right. <laughs> Okay, no, yeah, this is... Mo- more machines should give you food if you do good at them. Uh, well, anyway, we need to rank this one. So, once again, going up against Theater of Magic at number 15. Uh, combos. Yeah, combos by a mile. All right, that takes us up to number 7, which is Super Mario Bros. Mushroom World. Better or worse than combos? Combos. Combos, I... I really like that weird backboard. Uh, Alright, let's take it through the top five then. Number five, Dracula's Grand Tour 2008. A custom machine commissioned by the President of the United States after a trip to Japan. This, along with the Peggle series, was a major factor in the American pachinko boom of the late 2000s and early 2010s. Travel across all 50 states and make sure to balance your justice battles, stump speeches, and infrastructure efforts to bring about a new golden age. I, yeah, I'm gonna pick the machine that gives me food over the propaganda machine. It's not. It's not propaganda. How? You know, it's President Dracula. Everybody loves that guy. Come on. Uh, yeah, this is the definition of propaganda, Harvey. It's like, that's like saying a machine with like George Washington or Abe Lincoln in it is propaganda. Come yeah, on. it is. Yeah, I don't know why, but like the combos one. The combos one, I prefer. The combos that one. one is also propaganda, but I love combos more than I love the president. It gives you food. It gives you. I'd like. That's the best type of propaganda. The one that feeds me. You know, I, I will give you that one. I do like food more than I like voting. We should get uh, democracy combos every time we vote. Huh? Are you gonna vote this year, Ursa? I don't know. Probably not. If they offer democracy combos, maybe. Um, you know what? Somebody somebody should do that. I'm going to contact my local polling place. Yeah. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, we're going up to face off against number four. Jaws, it's a shark panic again. The killer shark is at it again, again. Do what you can to escape his terrible jaws and finally kill him for good until he gets resurrected by dark magic or something. That happened in one of those movies, right? I think so. I, I've seen a couple of those, I think. Wasn't there a Jaws that had nothing to do with the original Jaws shark? Like, it was just kind of a spiritual sequel? Uh, I thought all the Jaws shark were the same Jaws shark, and it was just, like, stalking this family. Well, the Jaws shark dies in the first one, so then it definitely had to come back through some sort of forbidden rite. Yeah, necromancy shark? Um, Hey, this is a pachinko machine, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, this looks different than the other ones. Is that the same as pinball? Uh, no. As previously stated, pachinko machines are more of a gambling thing. Often do not include flippers or anything like that, though they will typically have some form of interactivity or controlling where the balls land. Um, combos. Jaws doesn't give me, like, sushi if I beat it. I combos. Alright, we're going up to number three, the Adams Family. I think you misunderstood the power of free food has on two college girls. You know, I probably should have anticipated that. Uh, anyway, the Adams family. You know this one. I, well, I say that, but I'm. I guess Lore doesn't. Uh, this is one of the most beloved pinball machines of all time. It's got all your favorite Adamses. It's got Fester. It's got Gomez. It's got Morticia. Ooh. It's got. I think there was a grandma one, but I can't remember her name. Uh, it is listed high on both the chart and the market, so you know this one's good. Uh, it, 
I think this, yeah, this feels like it was maybe inspired by the movies. Like the the look of it feels more movie than show. I believe it was tied into uh, one yeah. of the like '90s movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is cute. I like this. Ain't no combo though, but it's cute. Ooh, listen, the co- the combo game isn't good though. <laughs> like, and this it, one is. Oh, it has lights. It. I mean, most most pinball machines do have lights. Ah, uh, but usually they don't have a picture of the lights on. That's true. Uh, this is cute. What do you think, Lore? I mean, I'm sure it's a fun little game, but instead of spending money just to play a fun little game, what if I spent money on food? And a fun... See, like, it's food and a fun little game. It's food and a fun little game. I like this. It's just no combos. It's gotta be combos. Alright. We're going up to number two. Dr. Dude and his excellent Ray. Terminally uncool, Ben A. Glitch developed an incredible treatment that turned him into the suave and skillful Dr. Dude. Now you can follow in his footsteps by attaining a magnetic personality, the heart of rock and roll, and the gift of gab to become a super dude yourself. Fast-paced but straightforward gameplay combined with a comic book art style to create a truly radical experience. Uh, I have no interest in being a dude, even a doctor one. Combos. I mean... I'm sure you could be a cool dudette. I imagine it is there is a toggle on that ray. Yeah, the magic ray can make you a cool dude or dudette, dudex, dudai. I, I think Dr. Dude is too cool to be dragged mm-hmm. down by old-fashioned gender norms. You know what? You're selling me on Dr. Dude. Uh, let, me, let me look at this more. I'm pretty into Dr. Dude, to be honest. Yeah, let me look at... He's a pretty, pretty cool character. Dr. Dude is actually uh, one of my favorite tables of all time, so... Oh. It, it definitely left an impression. Oh, is that so? It has, like, a hot nurse. A lot of these tables have hot... Hot white women. It's always hot white women. Yeah, I mean, pinball designers are horny. This is known. Yeah. I think... Honestly, of all the ones that included women, the least horny one was the Playboy one. Now that you mention it, yeah, kind of. I'll give this one to you, Harvey. I'll vote for Dr. Dude. Hell yeah. Uh-huh. I'm looking at the playfield, see what the playfield... There's like... What What does that shirt say? The red shirt, dude? Let me see. Big Shot. Oh yeah, oh, he's cute. he's uh he's the old bully who you got to get even with. Oh, oh yeah, I like beating a bully. Yeah, no, sure. I'll I'll be nice to you, Harvey, and go for Doctor Dude. All right. In that case, Combo Man in the fight for flavor, uh, mm-hmm. slots in at the third best pinball machine of all time to our knowledge, directly below Doctor Dude and directly above the Adams Family. Woo! Good job, Combos. All right, and I believe that gives us two more. Combo should sponsor you. You should, you should like, DM them on Twitter that you mentioned them on your podcast. This would be a good idea. I, sorry, what's a podcast? Oh, is that not what we're doing? No, this is a this is a Zoomcast. Oh, I thought that was a joke. Wait, are you only releasing this on Zoom? Not only on Zoom, you know, it's available on SoundCloud, on YouTube, and so on and so forth, but... Okay, so... Oh. iTunes? What's iTunes? The the premier music service so you can buy any song for 99 cents? Why would I only want to buy one song? I could buy a whole album for like five bucks. He's got you there. Okay. What's the next machine? Okay. <laughs> the next one... <laughs> And I am going to break character for a moment. I swear to God, this is real. You can look it up. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is Student Prince. And this Williams table from 1968 is based on a German operetta, which was in turn adapted from a book, which was itself adapted from the German play Old Heidelberg. Uh, it's it's, it's kind of some fucking obtuse theming, but... I, it seems like it was meant for a German audience, so maybe it's really popular over there, or was at the time. Huh. Uh, I can't really speak to that. Yeah, it it's obscure for sure. Why does he look like the Nutcracker? I mean, he's from an operetta. I think they all kind of look like that. 
Yeah, that's fair. But uh, we are comparing this one first to number 15, Elvira and the Party Monsters. Hmm. Let me look at that back class. I... This one's interesting, but not that interesting. I'm going to give it to Elvira. I'm also going to give it to Elvira. All right, then that brings us down. Uh, I just realized I did this wrong earlier. We do not go all the way to the bottom quite yet. Uh, Instead, we're going to compare it to number 22, which is Pinbot, a middling table buoyed by the novelty of a Bagatelle-style mini playfield and some colorful and wonderfully retro sci-fi theming. Starting at Pluto, help Pinbot advance from planet to planet until you arrive at the sun itself. We're, we're trying to kill our main character? Well, he's a robot. I think he can handle the heat. Of of the sun? Yeah, of the sun. It's a very good robot. The sun would... Uh, it, he has the power of pinball. It kill you. Mm, I don't know. He's a robot. He has. He's a robot yeah. powered by pinball. Nothing stronger Robots than pinball. Robots don't die, Lord. Okay. Anyway, is Pinbot better or worse than the Student Prince? Better. I like the colors in Pinbot a lot. I guess the Student Prince has. Uh, I'm reading zipper flippers. Fuck zipper. That flippers. sounds interesting. So the Student Prince. All right. Uh, I like this poster in Pinbot where it's a robot with, like, arms made out of bumpers, like, fingers made out of bumpers. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. I think I'm going to have to give it to Pinbot, so we're going to keep moving down. And that brings us to uh, number 26, Sega Harley-Davidson again. I wanted to say Pinbot again, but that's not the one that's moving. No, it's uh, it's uh, Sega Harley Davidson versus the Student Prince. I guess I'll go for the Student Prince. Didn't you call yourself a prince when we started this? Yeah, that's right, Prince HDG Gaming. I'm available on Twitch, and uh, you can find me on Twitter. Sure, I'll follow you. Uh, let me make sure. Uh, yeah, that's at Prince HDG Gaming. Do not try to follow me at Prince HDG. That one is banned. Oh. Why did you get banned from Twitter? I do not want to talk about it. Okay, then. You're not some sort of fascist? Just double-checking. Oh, God, no. Okay, no, fuck good, fascists. good, good. Just double- Listen, you just, you never know. You gotta be safe. That is fair. Uh, sure. Um, sending, um, well, not a friend request. I'm following you. I know how Twitter works. I'm, I'm, I'm the one with the bear icon. Hell yeah. Sorry, Sega Harley-Davidson or the Student Prince? Uh, Prince, in your honor. Lore, what about you? Uh, Prince. All right, that brings it back up to face off against Guns N' Roses. Oh, it has to be the Guns N' Roses. It has to be the Prince. That Guns N' Roses table is is like bisexual energy through the roof. I, is it? And the mesh shirt? Yes! Have you not seen that mesh shirt? And the ladies? I got to agree. The bisexual energy is here. It's and I'm for right it. there. Yeah, no. Okay, we'll agree to disagree. Guns and Roses. Listen, there's all sort of different types of bisexual people. This is true. Some of them wear shirts. I don't know what that's about. Like shirt shirts. Uh, do you consider like a tank top a shirt? I'll allow a tank top. Okay. I wear a tank top. on the Tank top, leather jacket, fishnet stockings, skirt. You show them. What I'm wearing right now. Hell yeah. Uh, that brings us down to Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man. Uh, better or worse than the Student Prince? I might go for Pac-Man. Uh, Pac-Man. All right, then give me just one moment. That puts Student Prince at number 26, directly below Mr. and Mrs. Pac-Man, and directly above Sega Harley-Davidson. And that brings us to the last table of the episode. Uh, And that is Sexy Bowl. It's like the Super Bowl, but with sexy girls. Lead your team to victory with Um, the help of several... Listen, I know. I know. Yeah, no, keep going. Lead your team to victory with the help of several interrelated bonuses. Multi-layered gameplay and a surprisingly wide variety of cutscenes makes this one a surprisingly solid machine, all things considered. I'm looking at the video of the Sexy Bowl. You know, how, how sexy is the Sexy Bowl? I mean... Uh, 
it's um, American football, but ladies are playing it. Video game ladies. I thought these were real ladies. Video game ladies in short shorts and like uh, bras are playing it. They're ripped though. I just saw like a eight pack on this lady. That's pretty rad. I do respect that. I gotta say, of the sexy tables we've seen so far, this is probably the sexiest. This is probably the sexiest. Is this or Guns N' Roses? Well, uh, speaking of sexy, we're going to start by placing it against Elvira and the Party Monsters at number 15. How do you feel about Pachinko in general? Because I thought you were like uh, a pinball guy. Well, they're obviously they're distinct uh, types of game, but they're pretty closely interrelated. Generally, I prefer a pinball machine because I like having a little more control over how it plays. Obviously, if you really know what you're doing, you can do a bit of uh, tilting and finagling on a uh, pachinko machine. But uh, I'm more of an arcade game player than a gambler. So for me, it's usually pinball. Pachinko is more of a once in a while type of thing. Okay. Uh, I do like that one of these, at least in your team, which I think is the pink team, one of these ladies has a different body type than the rest, and she has, like, bigger shoulders and a bigger back, and that's that's real, right? Also, there's a black Uncle Sam in this? Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, yeah. I just saw that. He just popped up. It, it seems like there's... What's this going against? Uh, this is called Sexyville. Oh, sorry, what's it going against? It's going against Elvira. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote at least once for sexy bowl. All right, lore. What'll it be? Yeah, it's gonna be sexy bowl for me too. All right, then we head on up. Ooh, this is a good one. It's um, what's this called? It's uh, it's hypnotizing. Yeah, it's a gambling device. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, so we take it to number seven, which is Black Knight Two Thousand. A sequel, reboot kind of thing of the classic Black Knight table. Uh, this one's bold colors, tight design, and elevated secondary playfield made it an instant and enduring hit. This is one I've actually heard of before. Oh! Miracle of Miracles. <laughs> Don't be mean, Harvey. It's considered like a classic, right? Yeah. People love Black Knight 2000. Is it good? Oh, no, it's great. You kidding me? Okay. It looks alright. I mean... I, it doesn't look as engrossing as Sexy Bowl, to be honest. Sexy Bowl is really, really... It gets your attention. Yeah, it has, like, a, a whole storyline. It has, uh, like, 22 minutes of FMV. I'm gonna hit you with a thought. We don't know what's under that armor. What if the Black Knight is actually even sexier? You know? And you can only find out by beating the game. I don't get to see it, don't I? No, it's the Mystique. How much FMB does the Black Knight machine come with? Uh, it does not have any FMB. Hmm. That's the point against it. Yeah, my vote's for Sexy Bowl. All right. Uh, Ursa, are you going for Sexy Bowl as well? I know this pains you. I don't want to be mean to you. Um. Listen, no, I'm fine with it. Yeah, I... At least one more time, I will go Sexy Bowl. All right, that brings us to number five. Is it Sexy Bowl or Jaws? It's a shark panic again. See, the problem is that all my favorite ones were lower on that I would definitely have voted for over Sexy Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Sexy Bowl over the anti-shark propaganda. But this is gambling, and it's not great. They're both gambling. They're both pachinko. Oh, okay. You know what? That clears my conscience. Sexy Bowl. All right, that brings us to number four. The Adams Family or Sexy Bowl? Sexy Bowl. Oh, it has like an anime cutscene at the end. Yeah, there's like a whole story where like her boyfriend. Someone's in a coma? In a coma? Yeah. yeah. This is really compelling. Um, okay, no. It, one last time, Sexy Bowl. All right. <laughs> Is it Sexy Bowl or is it Combo Man in the Fight for Flavor? Oh, this one's hard. You can beat Combo Man. It's Combo Man. Ursa, I th- I, don't know, I think I'm going to vote for Sexy Bowl. Because I can get combos at the gas station. I can't get Sexy Bowl at the gas station. You just Google it on your phone. It's It's not the same as viewing it in the theater experience. 
Uh, well, I keep, here's where we where we split. It's it's up to you, Harvey. I think I also have to vote for Sexy Bowl, which oh means... Oh my god. Uh, it's back to number two. Is it Dr. Dude and his excellent Ray or Sexy Bowl? I'll give it to Dr. Dude, because I know you like this one. It's cute. I'm going to give it to Dr. Dude. I, I'm giving it to Sexy Bowl. It's up to you, Harvey. Uh, yeah. No, it, it's Dr. Dude for me. So Sexy Bowl is at number three. Uh, directly below Dr. Dude and his excellent Ray, and directly above Combo Man in the fight for flavor. Uh, give me just one moment, because that is actually uh, the last one we have to place today. So, as always, we're going to read off the bottom five and top five real quick, starting with the bottom five. At number 29 is The Machine, Bride of Pinbot. At number 30 is Playboy 35th Anniversary... At number 31 is Midway Harley-Davidson. Number 32 is Hercules, the largest pinball table of all time. And number 33, the worst pinball machine of all time, to our knowledge, no good gophers. I I think there's some, like, gopher bias going on here. Listen, if I find one with a bear in it, I'll have you back on and we can yeah. right the wrongs of the past. Yeah, I would love that, actually. You have me on Twitter now, so... As for the top five, number five is The Addams Family. Number four is Combo Man in The Fight for Flavor. Number three is Sexy Bowl. Number two is Dr. Dude and His Excellent Ray. And number one, the best pinball machine of all time, to our knowledge, Austin Powers Pinball, yeah, baby! Uh, uh, and that's the show. Uh, so sorry, is there? Okay then. Is there is there a problem? Oh yeah, it's fine. Uh, well, that's the end of our show. Uh, thank you both for being on very much. Uh, is there anything in particular either of you wanted to plug? I mean, I don't have a Twitter account. God, can you imagine? God. I have a Twitter account. Uh, yeah, you can find me at. Uh, Ursa, Ursula underscore bear. Uh, well, if that's about it, uh, how about each of you give me a quick sign-off? Starting with you, Lore. Hey, goodbye. Great job. Ursa? Uh, Gonson Roses as inherently bisexual. All right. And as always, I am Prince Harvey D. Godlove, reminding you... I have not been convicted in a court of law. Excuse me? Goodbye, everybody. Is that a thing you have to say, like, before you move Don't worry in? about it. <laughs> Put your hand on the computer. Doesn't that feel better now? Put your hand on the computer. The computer knows.